Hey everyone, my name's Dylan, and I'm so excited for you guys to all hear this first episode of my podcast, Lacking Creativity. So for those of you who haven't listened to the trailer for the podcast, um, to make it simple, this is really just a space that I've created for myself to share anything that's on my mind, whether it be from my variety of interests to um, ways that I'm figuring out how to Uh, better my life and be more motivated Um, I just feel like I have a lot of stuff going on in my brain like 100% of the time and I'm very introspective so I spend a lot of time just sitting with my thoughts and my feelings and just kind of processing things that have happened to me um, or just reminiscing about you know great stories or memories that I have and I've always felt like someone could benefit from hearing these stories whether it just be to know that someone is going through something similar or just maybe to have a laugh or maybe even just to go, wow, like, you know, there's someone else there like me. So I wanna sit down today and for episode one, I want to talk about motivation and hustle culture, specifically me being motivated to start this podcast. So I've always had tons of interests and I've always wanted to create some kind of media content, but I didn't really know what the best platform for it would be. I for a long time have wanted to do video work. I am very into photography. I love doing photography, but I just have always been very, very nervous about putting myself out into the world because I've just, to put it plainly, like I've just been scared. I'm scared of what people will think. A lot of times I'm scared of what people will have to say about me. Um, And those fears are especially amplified by thinking about me being on video Um, because every once in a while I get a little bit insecure about how I look. Um, Something that I've struggled with a lot in middle school and high school was acne. And as a result, I did two courses of Accutane, um, both about a year long. And even now that my acne is a lot better as a result of that treatment, I still get, I still have very, very bad acne scars. And I also have genetically a hairline that's pretty bad. So I get really stressed out about those things and not wanting to put myself out there physically because I get scared that people are going to say something. And actually in the past people have, which I know that they're just kind of trolls, but you know, the fear is always there. And I don't think that even if you're extremely beautiful or extremely handsome um, or aesthetically pleasing, that there's a person out there that doesn't worry or dislike something about how they look. And recently I saw a tweet that said, because I love being on Twitter, Twitter is a place where I really get cathartic and I just talk about whatever's on my, you know, like in my head. And I saw a tweet recently and it said that the only thing keeping you from putting yourself out there is your fear and that you shouldn't be so paralyzed by fear that you don't do something that will make you happy. And I think that that is one of the things that motivated me to start this podcast. I think that uh, I really love the show Avatar The Last Airbender and one of the best quotes from that show is Uncle Iroh. And he says in the Tales of Boxing Say episode, which anyone who, like me, loves uh, Avatar Last Airbender or Legend of Korra, you've probably seen that episode and you know that it's 
almost traumatic like people get triggered by it because it's it's just very sad um but very heartfelt very great episode and in this episode uncle iroh goes around and he helps a lot of people and he tells this one man um, well it's always best to believe in oneself a little help from others can go a long way or something to that effect and i think that that's very true while it is important for all of us to have confidence in ourselves and to work on our self-esteem as much as we can sometimes we just need an extra push from someone else we need that validation and tons of people in my life always tell me because i used to be the worst people pleaser i still kind of am and i have always sought out validation from others and in over the last couple years i've been working pretty hard to look inward and undo a lot of those um, thought processes, I guess you could say, because I've realized lately that they are not the most healthy ways to go about life. Because if you go through your entire life, all of your interactions with the people around you, not standing up for yourself, not, you know, taking what you need or what you want, um, and I say taking meaning like basic things like respect um building boundaries those things are really important and for the longest time i didn't do those because i just wanted to be validated and i wanted to be accepted and liked and over the last couple years i've become a lot better at putting those boundaries up and trying to not let people walk all over me and i think all of that is to say that a lot of my confidence had to do with external motivation and a lot of my motivation to do things was external. I hadn't really found yet a way to motivate myself to do things that I wanted to do or to be a certain kind of person because all of my like sense of self was based on how I thought others saw me. And I know now that no matter what I think about myself or the negative things that I see when I look in the mirror, other people genuinely don't see me that way and it's i found a very very helpful tool to look at myself from a third person perspective and say if i met myself on the street you know just like walking in front of let's say like a starbucks or like i'm walking out of starbucks and i walk by someone and i have an interaction but that someone is myself would i look at myself being a complete stranger and think anything really negative probably not because one, if I was looking at myself like I'm a stranger, I wouldn't know myself that way. I wouldn't, you know, know my story or my background. So when I thought about that, I realized that I put too much pressure on myself to be validated and be liked. And now that I've kind of realized that, it's been very freeing and relieved a lot of stress, knowing that I don't have to please everyone that I don't have to rely on other people for validation but like I said before every person reaches a point where sometimes they need a little bit of outside help and I think that is what I needed I needed that little push to say don't be afraid if you want to create content just do it don't be afraid that people are going to dislike it if it's going to make you happy you should do it and that's the other thing I've seen a lot and why I didn't want to make like YouTube videos or vlogs or anything because I didn't want to hop on the vlogger train of people getting on YouTube seeking fame and notoriety. 
not that it's not that not that it's wrong to want that validation i think wanting validation from other people is a very natural feeling and i don't think that anybody sh should feel ashamed for wanting to be liked you know wanting to be liked is is normal i don't know i i see all this stuff about you know believing in yourself and you have to be independent and while i think that that is definitely true and i have benefited a lot from becoming more self-sufficient in terms of establishing my confidence in my self-esteem i think that it's normal to want people to like you and i think that that is what contributes to a lot of this fear um, but also to this industrial complex on social media and youtube of only trying to become a content creator to achieve notoriety or fame because they think that that is going to validate them and to all the people who make tons of money on social media or youtube and have huge followings like congratulations because it is a lot of work a lot of people don't realize that doing all that is a full-time job like i will do grad photos for a friend like i'll do a graduation shoot for some of my friends here at college and like editing those pictures for them is a lot of work like putting all this time into you know learning how to use your equipment spending all these all this money and resources on uh, also sometimes my brain gets a little bit ahead of myself even though i know i talk fast so just bear with me if i lose my train of thought a little bit um because like i said this is very stream of consciousness my brain's gonna go tons of different ways and i trip myself up a lot so as far as when I do graduation photos, I have to put so much money and time into making sure that my gear is working correctly, that I have the proper gear, that I have the lenses that are good enough quality to be using for the shoots, that, like, you know, I know how to operate the camera. I spend time constantly learning about it, learning new poses for the, I, I guess, subject or the model of the picture, you know, and trying new creative things that fit different people's styles. And it's a constant learning process and you have to spend a lot of time on it. And that's just taking the pictures. You also have to think of learning how to use the editing software to edit the pictures. You know, knowing what editing styles are trending right now and deciding on what your style is and spending enough time editing pictures to develop a unique style. So, and that's just doing one graduation shoot. Maybe not one, it's a ever-growing process, but like that is not something that's like the biggest deal compared to people that put out long-form YouTube content every single week or that are posting two or three new TikToks every single day. Like the time and attention to detail that that takes, even to build like a three-minute video, is a lot more than I think a lot of people understand. And as a result, I didn't want to be someone in the YouTube space or in the creative or social media space that was doing all of this work just for validation. I wanted to wait until I was genuinely happy just creating and not worrying about who's seeing the final product, but just that I myself am happy with the finished product. And that's why I think it was finally time for me to start this podcast and why that little nudge from that little tweet um, was just enough to get me going. And I also think that lately I've been doing better, like I said earlier, about being intrinsically motivated, you know, being self-motivated. For a long time, a lot of my 
desire to perform at a high level, whether it was in school, you know, being like a high achieving student and, you know, throughout my whole K through 12 education career. And I, I would say even in college to some degree, um, you know, in music, I was a percussionist in, you know, middle school, high school band. I was always trying to be the, you know, top percussionist in whatever group I was auditioning for. You know, I was very competitive. I also ran cross country and track for a while. Wasn't the best at that, but I was still really competitive. And I think a lot of that had to do with me trying to prove myself. I don't think me being competitive or me being having this like, you know, go-getter, like, you know, perfectionist attitude was because I wanted to beat other people. I think I just wanted to prove that I could hold my own against the best of the best. And I think part of that was to prove it to other people to get validation, but I think part of that was also to prove it to myself. And I think I have done enough now in my life that I can look back on my failures and my successes and see that I have proven to myself that I can do things. And I think that now that I've just had enough life experience, that has really made all the difference in me being able to motivate myself to do things because I want to do them. Um, I also heard some really good advice from um, someone recently that said, a lot of people have this misconception about being content with where they are and wanting to grow in XYZ aspect of their life, that those two things are incompatible, that they can't mesh, when in actuality they can't. It's okay to look at yourself or whatever like state of being or whatever part of your life you're at and say, you know what, I'm in a really good place. I think I'm doing well, there's nothing wrong with where I'm at, I'm good. But you can also say, I want to grow in my career or I want to grow in a creative aspect, or I want to work on my fitness, or my, you know, like let's say you even want to learn how to be a better cook. You know, you're making those choices to grow in those areas because you want to, not because you feel like you have to, to reach some level of superiority or status. And that really, changed my entire mindset about being motivated especially in relation to what I like to call or I guess not what I like to call what a lot of people call hustle culture I think that hustle culture in and of itself is great the whole idea of okay I'm gonna be constantly working constantly grinding trying to make my goals happen you know be motivated all the time but I think that while success is good and that it's good to be doing, spending your time in life doing things that you're proud of, I think that that in and of itself is a great mantra. But I think that hustle culture can be kind of problematic sometimes because it shares this perception of you always have to be busy and that you always have to be motivated. And it kind of promotes a sense of guilt about wanting to take a lazy day to just watch movies on the couch or lay in bed and sleep in or not go to the gym because you're overwhelmed by all of your schoolwork or stuff at work and that to me was how I felt a lot of the time anytime I took a break I felt guilty because I wasn't working and I knew I had things I should be doing and I really lately have realized that Working all the time, maybe just for me, I think it can be different for every person. For me, working all the time is not healthy. 
I have to have breaks, otherwise I get burnt out, and then I procrastinate so bad, I lose all of my motivation, and I just get so overwhelmed that like I just shut down, like I can't get any of my work done, um, until it comes to the last minute, and the threat of not, of the negative consequences of not completing whatever task I have to, overcomes my, I don't want to say laziness, because it's not laziness, but overcomes my lack of motivation. So I think that for me, incorporating a lot of break time and not feeling guilt about taking breaks or taking days off is something that I really needed to do for myself. For some people, they can work all the time, and working and constantly doing things is how they recharge or find purpose. And I think that if that is you know, what keeps you going and what really uh, fulfills you, then you should do it as long as you're not doing it because you feel like you have to. But lately, I think because of all these realizations, I've had a lot of improvement as far as my productivity. I wake up at a more reasonable hour. I'm not sleeping in until 10 a.m. every day. I'm waking up at like eight and then being ready for the day by nine and getting started on my homework. I'm working on stuff like this, like finding time to invest in a creative project that I've wanted to do for years, but I've just never found the time to make or been too lazy to do it. Um, I have time to spend with friends and loved ones um, without feeling guilty or feeling anxious about something else that I have to be doing. Like I can be fully present in those moments. I can focus on other crafts like photography and taking more time to do graduation shoots and pictures with my friends or even just pictures for myself, like wildlife and landscapes, um, because those kinds of stills bring me a lot of joy to create. Um, So I guess all of this to say, to kind of bring it full circle, is that I think that I finally am in a good enough place where I can create something like this podcast. And I don't wanna let things like hustle culture or fear of my appearance or the kind of person I am, because I know that sometimes my personality some might find abrasive because i love to talk i'm a terrible interrupter sometimes because i just get very excited about sharing a story and it's not because i love the sound of my own voice or even that i just try to one-up people with a better story or have to get a word in i think it genuinely comes from a place of i have all of these thoughts and things in my head and i'm so excited about sharing them because when i tell someone a story and i see them smile or i see them laugh or I tell somebody something that genuinely made them feel better. Um, You know, especially like this kind of unsolicited advice that I've basically been giving this entire episode. That genuinely brings me joy. And I think that's, in and of itself, the root of this podcast is to hopefully bring somebody some kind of joy or some kind of solace or put them at ease, you know, in whatever way that is. So hopefully this episode has been helpful in some degree. I don't really know if it's going to make any sense or if it's just going to be too stream of consciousness for anyone to follow, but hopefully someone can find a kernel of, I don't, maybe truth. I don't know. Maybe that's taking it a little bit too seriously, but I just really hope that someone enjoys this or that they um, find some kind of answers in it, hopefully. But anyways, thank you all for listening. 
uh, to me ramble basically for almost 20 minutes now. And hopefully you all tune in for the next episode. All right. Thanks guys. Bye.